This is FoxCast OT, a podcast for clinicians made by clinicians. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Find out more at foxrehab.org. All right, welcome to FoxCast. Uh, on the show today, Donna Safuni, physical therapist from Long Island with the practice. Donna, welcome to the show. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. How long have you been a, a physical therapist? So I've been a physical therapist since 2017, and I've been with Fox for almost two years. Liking it so far? Like, you know, this is the profession, everything you thought it would be, and more? <laughs> yeah, it's wonderful. Um, I... Actually, I love doing uh, the home care setting. I feel like it's perfect for me. I did nursing home before, which was good, but I feel like this just suits me a little bit better. So I'm definitely happy here. I love it. All right. On top of physical therapist, we also get to add author to your resume. This is a resume builder here, Donna. Yes. Uh, you uh, you you went online and you wrote an article for us, which uh, the audience can find at foxrehab.org under Fresh Fox Content. And I wanted to start with uh, a statistic, especially ones that jump out like this. Studies have shown that up to 94% of healthcare workers report low back pain as a result of their occupation, which is staggering because physical occupational therapists, we should know, you know, we should probably know better and do better. But the stack goes on. Many uh, physical and occupational therapists also see the long-term effects of poor ergonomics and body mechanics uh, while with patients. But they don't, we don't frequently step back to look at our own. So what what we might see with other people in terms of ergonomics and body mechanics, we're not really looking at ourselves. I feel like this is important. You're shining a light on us, Donna. <laughs> That's right. Shining light on myself, too, because the reason I thought of this is because I noticed that my back was killing me when I was treating certain patients. It was like specific patients, too. Like that day I would come home and I'd be like, oh, my goodness, like my my back is like driving me nuts. And then I was like, wait, what am I doing differently? Like, what did I do differently today? And I'm like, oh, I was stretching this patient in bed and I was leaning over to do something and we all know you're not supposed to do that but i feel like when you're especially when you're in someone's house you're not really thinking about it because you're just going with what's there but it's bad you you know you want longevity in your career and you don't want to be that person that you know now is a physical therapist that needs someone to work on them for physical therapy so right well that was my first question donna because it wasn't in the article but i was thinking hey What's the reason she picked this topic to share with colleagues uh, at our website? And I was like, you know what? There's probably a little bit of all of us in the things that we create in terms of articles. You sort of created this so people could maybe, just as a reminder, likely, I mean, there's a lot of these things that we probably know as therapists, but a reminder, and you start off the article, well, really probably at a time of day when we need a reminder, which is in the morning. Yeah, in the article I talk about, you know, the first thing you do is, You get up, you know, stretching in the morning. We tell our patients to do this all the time. But how many of us do that? I mean, I I even, I'll admit it. I get up, I roll out of bed, I brush my teeth, and I'm rushing around to get ready to leave in the morning. I'm getting in the car to get to my first patient, so I'm not late. And I'm not really thinking about it. And then you get in your car, and you're sitting, you know, some people for a half hour to get to your first patient. And you're in one spot, you're sitting in the same position. Uh, which is really bad for your legs. It's really bad for your back. My car luckily has like the lumbar support thing that you can like adjust in the seat. But my car before that didn't have that. So I had to sit with like a back pillow to make sure that my back wasn't hurting because you'll notice you feel it. You really do feel it, especially being in the car all day. Like your your back hurts and then you feel it in your legs. And 
you uh you you were nice enough to include a link too to some uh some some stuff that you could get in terms of those ergonomic seat inserts or the lumbar support pillow so i thought that was good we wanted to start off with the the time of day when we probably need a, a couple of reminders at least before we get our coffee going now you're talking about setting the right example for caregivers in your article next why is that what was that important enough to mention you know caregivers they sit there with you and they're watching you treat and they're watching you stretch and they're watching you do all these things with patients and then you're going to hand them a home exercise program and tell them okay we want you to do what i'm doing so you really want them to mirror the way that you're doing it and if they see you doing it the wrong way they're going to be like oh well i saw donna doing that so i assume that's the right way to do it which obviously you don't want to happen because you don't want the caregiver now hurting themselves because they're an integral part of that patient's life. So um, I just think it's really important to just think like, okay, I'm, I'm demonstrating this. I'm showing someone how to do this. Am I doing it right? Because then they're going to do it wrong. You continue in terms of where Fox gets to treat, right? We like wait to highlight the positives. We get to treat in the older adult's home most of the time. This is great. We get to to survey their real environment, kind of peek in on their lives. Um, you know, when I was in PT school, we had these really nice adjustable treatment tables. I mean, you could get to a millimeter. No, this is a little too high. This is a little too low. Um, you don't get to do that when you're in people's homes at all. You got to pay attention to what that is. Yeah, you're very lucky if Someone has, I think I have one patient that actually does have a treatment table. Why? I don't know, but <laughs> in their house. So that's great. But yeah, most people are, you know, especially with the bed, a lot of people are in a regular bed. Um, even the hospital beds don't really adjust exactly to the height that you might want, uh, especially for me, because I'm very short. I'm only 4'11". So like, I really need to adjust myself a lot. Um, and I did mention in the article too, that you know, if you're short, you could get one of those like aerobic steps to, to stand on. It makes you a few inches taller and it just makes it a little bit easier to do like a hamstring stretch or something in supine as opposed to, you know, going on your tippy toes or like, you know, bending in an awkward position. So, Well, you know, you, you talk about something that was really important and that was impressed upon me in PT school, which is, mm -hmm. hey, like, you know, you said, oh, I'm short. You know, so people are tall. People are short. We're, we're all different sizes and you have to pay attention to whatever your body position is and how you might be able to modify that. I mean, I had a, a professor in PT school. She she said, listen, I do this every year. And she was on the short side. And she picked the biggest, heaviest dude in class and said, I can transfer you and everybody else in this room. And why was that is because she was taking control of the situation. She used her mechanics properly. And she said, I've never missed a day due to injury in her career. And that's a, that's got to be important. You talk about, you know, increasing longevity of your career. How about this? Just better quality of life for you. Later on, you go in the article, we talk about, you know, starting off your day when you're treating. Those are very, very important when you're traveling to and from different patients. But how about the thing that we just hate to do and talk about, which is documenting? Oh, man, maybe we should be paying attention to our position there, too. The worst. Yeah. So documenting, you're, you're sitting on your laptop most of the time and you know, you're not at a patient house. You're not, you're not at a desk. You're not at an ergonomic desk. You're not in, in a, a chair that's supportive to you. Most of the time you're at a kitchen table or you're on someone's couch, um, which is terrible. And, um, yeah, you really want, you know, that computer screen to be level with, with your eyes because otherwise you're looking down. And we see this a lot with patients too, where they get like that forward neck or their, you know, their neck is down. Um, and that's just what happens when you're constantly looking down. And, you know, I noticed it too, like, uh, like my traps are hurting and all this stuff from the way that I'm sitting. Um, 
And there are a lot of uh, useful things that I even discovered while doing this article for, um, you know, you could bring into a patient's house to put your laptop on so that it's a little bit higher if you're sitting on the couch. And I don't know, it's just important to be mindful of it when you're, especially if you're home. If you're home, you're in control of your own environment, so. Well, hold on a second. I'm going to stop you right there, Donna, because I think your article like definitely reminded me of a situation about a year ago. Mm-hmm. Uh, working from home on the computer a little bit here and all of a sudden, again, I'm a physical therapist, licensed and everything, passed the boards. And I had a neck pain for like like four or five days. I mean, it was waking me up in the middle of the night. And a buddy of mine who's a PT was like, what have you changed about your environment? Of course, I just blow them up. Nothing really, nothing really. And then I realized I wasn't using my typical standing desk. And I was sitting at the couch for a couple hours a night watching movies or doing stuff on the computer. And I was like, wouldn't you know it that we, I was the absolute worst patient. Cause even I was given a bad history there. And once I changed it two, three days later, I was fine. So, uh, you know, control that environment at home, uh, as well as, uh, as on the road. Last thing you, you talked about was really ending the day on the right side of the bed. What do you, what do you mean by that? Yeah. So, you know, now you're finally at the point where you're going to relax, you know, you're done with work, you're done with your documentation. It's, time for you to, you know, just like wind down and, you know, go to bed. Um, and another thing that, again, this comes from personal experience too, that I've struggled with is finding like the right pillow to sleep on when I go to bed. It's the worst. You don't really get to try pillows. Most of the time you pick them off a shelf, they're in like plastic, you know? Um, right. But there's so many ergonomic pillows for your head and your neck that are supportive that will help you sleep a lot more comfortably at night so that you're not aching and you're not like crabby when you wake up in the morning and you know, you're going to work. So um, yeah, I just think it's important. Like all aspects of your day, you really need to like focus on what you're doing in your body. Cause your body is so important, especially in these professions. It's our job, right? And that's how you end the article, which I thought was great, which is focusing on the why long-term benefits of clinician self-care paying attention to these body mechanics, ergonomics, ergonomic devices. We want you to have a great career. You went through school, you got yourself here. Now you're, now you're, you're out there treating older adults. We want to make sure you get to do that and feel as great as you can for as long as you can. Uh, again, that article available now at foxrehab.org. She goes into detail. The title, How Home Health Clinicians Can Use Body Mechanics to reduce personal injuries. Donna, last thing we do on the show is your foxtail, okay? So why did you decide to, to treat older adults? What about that patient population excites you? So, you know, when you're in PT school, you go through a variety of clinicals. And I just found the geriatric population is so grateful for the help that we give them. Um, I feel like they are so appreciative of things that you teach them. Um, and they really, they, you know, most of them <laughs> want to get better. Um, and they really do love us coming in there. And I feel like they treat you like family too, which makes, makes a huge difference. They want to hear about your day. They want to hear about, you know, your pets or your husband or your wedding. They're, they're just so involved. And I just love being part of their lives and being part of their, their long-term recovery too, I think is, is very special. So yeah. Yeah, about people, about relationships. Uh, Donna, thanks again for writing this and for doing all that you do for our older adult patients. Thank you so much for having me. Thanks for listening to FoxCast OT, a clinically excellent podcast. It's brought to you by Fox Rehabilitation. Fox clinicians work hard, love their work, and get the respect they deserve. Sound good? Then you'll love the autonomy to work in your own style and the support you get to achieve excellence. Plus, 
freedom and flexibility to have a personal life. Whether it's your first day or you've been around for a while, your contribution is acknowledged and rewarded. That's what makes Fox a success. Happy, well-trained clinicians make great healthcare. Are you a fit for Fox? Find out now at foxrehab.org.